good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to another exciting episode of I'm Glad I Got My Girls. Yes. That's a good one. I still have to repress the urge to chat <laughs> orally. I bet, like, it doesn't even uh, register to me to do it anymore. But yeah, the first couple times, I was like, pew. Oh, we don't have to pew, pew, pew no more. <laughs> <laughs> we have upgraded. We have sound effects now. Yes. <laughs> well, here we are on another... Uh, it's kind of dreary. I don't know about where y'all are, but a, a dreary COVID day. Yes. Um, how y'all doing? I'm okay. I'm over this weather. Um, I felt like I was under attack the other night with the thunderstorms. Girl, could have been worse because some, you know, there have been lots of tornadoes. Um, so I'm thankful that I was not in, in any tornado activity. Apparently, Birmingham got lit up with tornadoes too. Yeah. Um, so hopefully, you know, all of our listeners are safe, but I am okay. I won't complain. Recording on a new day, so just, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, right. Trying to adapt, then yeah, I'm good. Yep, yep. Dr. Reese, how you doing? I'm here. I'm tired. It was a long week, but I'm glad to be with y'all. Yeah. Yes, Lord. It was a long week. Like, I had to stop by the liquor store after work yesterday that's just how long a week it was i was like i can't do this like Ooh, I need- <laughs> i'm gonna drink today after i wiped down the liquor bottle after that maskless man was in my house a criminal the maskless man like <laughs> <laughs> yes girl wipe it down and then pour it up okay because <laughs> i'm um <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, I, well, I think all of our listeners are in the same demographic. I'm like, hopefully they know what that, that reference and is. If you don't know what that is, you can't, you don't listen to this show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was most, most living single episodes, so you should know what that is. <laughs> but, ooh, you, you know, took me back to my club days. because I used to use that song as an excuse to touch cute guys. My wife was more like a rub. It was like, yeah. That cardio workout I was telling y'all about that. Sometimes she does um, a routine of that song. It, I like it. Really? Okay. I still, I went and checked out a snippet of it after we uh, recorded the last time. So yeah, I'm going to get my little shoes on. I think I'm going to do a little trap cardio because they look like they was getting it in. They do. I'm going to do one when we get done recording. Now that I have air conditioning, I might do one. But <laughs> like, I, I know I'm already hot. <laughs> That's right. Yes, Lord. Well, we're going to get right into it and, um, Dr. Reese has our flavor cover story. What you got for us? All right. So um, it seems like everybody was acting up last week. And most (laughs) of y'all seem to have calmed down for now. But this one story really kind of stood out to me. So y'all remember Kel Mitchell, right? Mm -hmm. All that and Kenan and Kel fame. Mm -hmm. Who loves orange soda? Y'all were supposed to say it, but anyway. So, <laughs> um, Kel Mitchell's ex-wife 
took to TikTok and Instagram to allege that he owes $1.2 million in back child and spousal support. Dang. Yeah. That's not even the kicker. She also said that she went to jail because of his alleged IRS debt. What? Right. Um, Yeah, so she made a little TikTok and she says, Kel Mitchell, you owe me $1.2 million in back child slash spousal support. Um, Sorry, I'm trying to read. It's a lot of flashing in this thing. Um, (laughs) She said that Kel made $630 million last year. Um, and he bought, she was doing a lot on this TikTok. Uh, um, <laughs> apparently bought like an $800,000 house last year. And she says, how can you care about the kids? How can you, uh, how can you call yourself, a, how can you be a pastor? I didn't know Kel was a pastor. But I didn't <laughs> And she even showed um, like a some a clip of something that appears to be a legal um, a legal document, as in like IRS coming for whatever it is they were coming for. Mm. Um, but here's the caption she posted on Instagram: hashtag Pay Your Ex Kale. Mm. No longer going to be a victim. I'm collecting everything I'm owed. If you are a fan of his, let him know. Hashtag pay your ex. You can't be a man of God and not take care of your past responsibilities. You cannot continue being a hypocrite. Part two will explain how I went to jail for his IRS tax debt. Yep, I'm spilling it all until I get my money. Hashtag pay your ex, Kel. Hashtag deadbeat dad. Hashtag deadbeat celebrity. Like, share. Let's let him know you can't do this to your kids and your ex. Make him accountable. Hashtag pay your ex, Kel. And then I guess somebody com- somebody must have said something and she um, responded and said, alleged. Nah, baby. Facts. Oh. People are mad at how I'm doing this. Some people want to tell me how to dress. Others want to tell me about my motivation. More people want me to stop doing it this way. Let me say this. I will never listen to other people. I don't care about anyone's opinion of me or or what I, how I'm doing anything. Everyone has opinions about other people. I used to listen to these opinions. I was a good Christian girl. I was an awesome wife. I've been a student, a mother, a teacher, a friend, an inmate, a felon, a victim. But now I'm just being me and living my unapologetic life, living my unapologetic truth in the exact way I want to portray my life. I guess I'll keep doing my thing until Kel decides to do something. Thank you for your support support of my journey. Hashtag pay your ex, Kel. Hashtag pay your ex. Hashtag deadbeat dad. Jesus. Let me tell you this. Well, Doc, uh, Lex, uh, Dr. Doctor Reese has wishes today. Okay, let's do because it. <laughs> I wish I would go to jail about some Negro's nonsense. If you owe the IRS money, that's your problem. Why, why am I in jail? 
Right, right. That's that's the part I'm trying to understand. I'm like, and are we in jail together? Like, that is so. That's my thing. Because even if we filed our taxes together, then that means we owe the IRS that debt together. That means both of us going to prison. I'm not. Um. I'm not going to prison and leaving my baby and you out here galloping and doing whatever. Ride or die. <laughs> not I. <laughs> I'm about to choke. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Yeah. I just, I don't understand how that happens, how you go to jail for someone else's tax Me debt either. and he don't go. Me either. Well, I'm pretty sure this is not, this is gonna end up being like um, Dre and his ex. Uh, never ending. Never ending. You know, I think uh, Kella's probably over there plotting his next move, whether he should even respond to this or not. Did it get a lot of traction? Like, were there a lot of likes on it, Dr. Reese? Uh, about sixty-three thousand. Oh, this is on the Shade Room story, though. I don't know about her actual story because they um, they blurred her name out. Mm. Like her Instagram name. Her real name is Taisha Hampton. Okay. Okay. Well, she showed uh, the uh, whatever documents these are from the trial. Dang. But she only showed clips of them in these TikTok videos, which move so fast. Maybe I'm old, but it seems like I want to read this whole document, lady. Stop flashing and showing me bits. Mm-hmm. But it says that um, Kel was the petitioner and she was the respondent. So I don't know what that means, but this is a perfect case of how I don't know about y'all but I feel like growing up I was always told to make sure you got your own right like hello don't be out here having some man making you look crazy mm-hmm. it, yeah. and has he is he remarried or I don't know I'm gonna have to do some research Listen, <laughs> right now yeah. But but you, I'm not going to jail for nobody. Nobody. Period. Um, and like I said, if we filed together, and I knew that there was some shady stuff going on, and we both in jail, okay. He um, is married. Okay, I thought so. So, um, Kel and Taisha divorced in 2005. Okay. 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 Um, which makes this even more interesting because. That was 16 years ago. Yes, girl. Why are you just now? Yeah. He remarried in 2012. Okay. I thought so. Okay. All right. Well, you oh, yeah. Go. I was going to say, hopefully this does not keep, end up being the story that keeps on giving. I hope not. <laughs> I really hope not. Especially since people have been to prison. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Um, but yeah, keep us posted. If anything else develops, uh, I want to know. And if Kale owe that woman some money, he needs to. He really does. He needs to pay yeah. his money. I'm, she didn't make the babies by herself. Exactly. Right. Going to jail. Child, please. Anyway. It's not her fault that you made the wages that you did, and that's what you owe. Mm-hmm. hmm Apparently, Ooh. that's what was agreed upon, so. Pay up. Mm-hmm. 
Well, thank you, Dr. Reese, for that riveting living uh, flavor cover story. We're going to get into the living single story, and it is actually my turn this week. And uh, I prefaced, you know, this before we started recording to the ladies that this is not necessarily a living single story, just more like uh, an incident, if you will. Um, I wasn't even on a date when this happened, but yes. So... Uh, most people who know me know that I love music. I love going to concerts. That is like the one true thing that I've missed since this pandemic started or Panic at the Disco, whichever you want to call it. <laughs> but back in my concert going days, I went to see, it was like um, an anniversary show for the group Silk. Um, I didn't realize they had been out here as long as they have, but it was like the 25th anniversary of since they came on the scene, something like that. Um, and I didn't realize, I think at that point, that Keith Sweat is the one that like discovered them and like was behind like their whole origin. So he had made some like surprise visits and pop-ups to the show too. So before the concert started, you know, I'm sitting there, I was actually there with a homegirl and it was like some other chicks around too. Um, and we, I'm sitting in, another thing about me is I don't, know any strangers like I make friends everywhere that I go so I'm just chatting it up with people you know in the area you know I'm like hey how y'all doing you know y'all excited I'm excited da, 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 da. so I'm talking to the girl next to me and we talking about we excited and everything and this that and the third and how she loves Silk and what her favorite songs are and this that and the third and we keep keying it up but then next thing I know she's like kind of caressing my arm a little bit like she's kind of touching me and I'm like this is um beyond like just friendly girlfriend dancer. Like this is, she's looking at me kind of weird. She's touching me. I'm like, what is happening right now? And so I'm a little slow to catch on things too. I'm just like, mm, you know, maybe her, she just brushed up against me accidentally. But you know, it was kind of continuously happening. And I'm like, what is going on? And I'm looking at her friends. I'm trying to get some answers here. I'm like, what is happening? And so finally one of her friends speaks up and she's like, Oh, don't worry. She always turns bisexual when she's tipsy or drunk. And I'm like, what? What? Wow. I literally took you home. (laughs) This was just an ordinary thing like that I'm supposed to know about, you know? And I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) I had to, I'm like trying to politely tell her like, okay, girl, stop touching me. Like, you know, no. But she was aggressive and she was like kind of coming at me a lot and our seats were right next to each other like I could not and my friend looking over like don't look at me you can't switch up (laughs) (laughs) so um, you know she calmed down a little bit as the show started because she was engaged in the show but every once in a while she would turn to me and she's like singing the songs to me during the show and and I'm like trying to ignore her I'm like I'm not even looking over here at you, like, ugh. But even as we were walking out, like when the show was over, we were walking out, do you know this girl tried to hold my hand? And I was oh. like, what? I'm like, girl, get I'm, yeah. And I'm, I was just flabbergasted. Cause I'm like, I can't find no dude to give me this much attention, but this oh. shit is like literally trying to flirt with me. I'm like, what the heck? And then the other thing, and you know, just things that I think about, I'm like, 
you wouldn't even be my type if I was <laughs> <laughs> He was, you know, a little on the skinty side. And uh, she kind of reminded me, first thing that popped in my head when I looked at her was olive oil. Like, she reminded me of olive oil. From Popeye? Yes. From and so, if I were to ever consider anything like that, I would want somebody with some body. Like, you know. Yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. I'm sorry. It's going to have nothing. And I'm like, girl, you better go somewhere with your little slinky looking self. Like, I ain't not here for it. <laughs> so, yes. Um, not necessarily a living single story, but that was my, my living single incident. Um, that is funny. Yeah, I yeah, yeah I was not. I like that. We may have to start, you know, if we can't come up with more dating stories, or if y'all don't share yours it. with us, <laughs> and we can have living single incidents. I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, if nothing else, it was worth the honorable mention because, like I said, I had never had nothing like that happen to me before, and then just the fact that her friends were so like, oh yeah, she she gets bisexual when she's drunk. You know, you all right? Don't worry about it. What? Excuse me. <laughs> so okay, so you've given me that next week my living single incident will be the time a woman hollered at me. <laughs> wow. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. I, if y'all have living single incidents, I'm talking to the listeners now, like share your incident. Like you don't have to be a full-fledged story. Like you gotta work with us. Like we've been doing this for almost a year now. Like we don't have some some moments, but y'all clearly can't expect us to just have some new ish for y'all every single week. Like we need your help. And I'm digging in the archives. Like I don't <laughs> high school. Like I'm running out of views here. Like, <laughs> we need help. So if help you have us. a <laughs> but yeah, like share your stories at um I'm glad I got my girls at gmail.com. You know, we want to hear incidents, data stories, your questions. Everything. Your wishes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good yeah. one. Like, got her wishes and Dr. Reese had her wishes this week. We know y'all got some wishes. Like, <laughs> I see Like, I mean, the way niggas be niggas sometimes, like, and dudes, chicks be acting like, I know y'all got some wishes, you know, so please, like, this is uh, for everybody, guys and girls. Like, I want to hear everybody's wishes. <laughs> Speaking of, I did get some feedback from um, last week's episode. Okay. <laughs> Remember how we were talking about, you don't, sometimes you could be talking to someone, you don't really know if it's flirting or not, or you could just be genuinely talking to someone. Mm -hmm. um, one of my guy friends was like, guys will form a flirt from a vapor. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, she flirting. Um, and then he said, he almost tablet when I said irregardless. <laughs> but it's not a word. Like, oh, <laughs> people over at Merriam Webster. Um, he said he feels like it's used by people using vocabulary above their reading levels. So right. Like, who's the kind of people who say conversate? Yeah. Um, so then we started talking about words that people use that it's just like, but it's not. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Where was his? So I told him about the time somebody took, like, some, I got into an argument with somebody that says supposedly. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, there's no I'm beef. I'm not going to argue with you if you use words, quote unquote words like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to argue with you. 
What are we arguing about? Because I won. You said. <laughs> I only argue when I know I'm right. <laughs> that is how I feel as well. That's why I engaged in that particular argument because supposedly it's not. If y'all, because I don't argue, I just make you repeat it, you know, <laughs> just for my entertainment. I'm the, I'll be like, I'm sorry, what? And they're like, supposedly, I'm like, oh, okay. And just, <laughs> just keep it moving. Uh, Jesus. Uh, yeah, supposedly. <laughs> I think that's one that definitely slips through the cracks a lot of times. Like, because you say it real fast. Yeah. You know? And there's a whole bunch of people that they say it and they probably reading articles and shit and they're like, oh, they done misspelled supposedly. No, <laughs> no, those kind of people I don't think are reading. Let me right. stop because I'm sounding classes as fuck. Or a- <laughs> <laughs> no, it's kind of hard but it's okay because I am too. Like, I am too. They're probably like, oh, spell check didn't catch this one. It's supposed to be supposedly. <laughs> and I do think that spell check has hindered uh, yes. Yeah. Hindered us as a society. Yeah. Sometimes every now and then I'll go to write something. And I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, pick up my phone to make sure that I'm spelling the word correctly. Yes. So speaking of, I struggled yesterday. I was trying to spell extracurricular. I could not spell it to save my life. I'm like, there's, I forget where the U's and the I's are supposed to go. Spell check was not. They kept highlighting it red. I'm like, well, tell me the right thing then. I'm like. Like, I was getting mad. The word I struggle with often whenever I'm writing out my grocery list. Uh-oh. This word messes me up every single time. Broccoli. I'm like, is it two C's? <laughs> two L's? Is it one C? It's like, I can never remember. Girl, you said oh, me with bananas. Like, I could not for the longest time. It took Gwen Stefani and her song, Hollaback. You can sing that. <laughs> Yes, took that for me to finally get how to spell bananas. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could uh, send this recording to some elementary school teachers. Ooh. And I say that because a couple years ago, I got into a disagreement with an elementary school teacher who said that they did not, they no longer needed to have like spelling tests and whatnot. Cause she said, cause spell check is a program. But people still can't spell. <laughs> so, at some point, you're gonna have to write. Exactly. That's what that was my next thing. Like, what you gonna have to write something? This is like them taking cursive out of school. Like, anybody gonna know how to sign their name? Like, it's a mess. They just don't know how to scribble. That's it. <laughs> Ain't gonna make sense. Nothing. We don't know how to tell time either, but we can talk about it. I'll tell y'all a story about that off the air. Lord. Uh, Real quick, do they still go over Roman numerals in school? Ooh. I doubt it. Um, I mean, the way, shoot, the way they teach multiplication has changed so much. Mm -hmm. I don't think they have time for Roman numerals in the curriculum. Mm -hmm. Now, real talk. When do you need Roman numerals? <laughs> right, like, besides the Super Bowl. Exactly. Yeah, the Super Bowl. But I just feel like I if you go through that ever. shit, you go through it too. Shoot. I ain't ever looked at a Roman numeral outside of school in the Super Bowl. Ever. <laughs> I, that is not relevant. To, te- y'all should have been teaching me about taxes and budgeting. 
<laughs> I, mean, I would rather these kids know how to do basic functions because they don't know that. Um, it's a hoot, y'all. I'm just mad because I had to know Roman numerals. And I used to have this really pretty Roman numeral watch when I was uh, little. And I mean, it forced me to learn Roman numerals, but I'm like, if I gotta learn this dumb stuff, then they should too. Like, clearly, I like you said, I've never had to use Roman numerals in my life. Like, I'm trying to think, has there ever been an instance? No. Mm -mm. For what? Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, <laughs> we went off on a whole different tangent. We don't. Cursive, another thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Teaching these children. That's what I said. Earlier. You're like, they ain't gonna know how to sign their name for nothing. They just gonna put an X. Like, what the hell is that? Like, All I'm gonna say is blame George Bush and that no child left behind now. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, y'all. Yeah, I'm sorry, listeners. Like, we, we went off on a, a tangent. We didn't mean to. But we started, we started on the street and then we veered left. <laughs> <laughs> it happened. We're on a dirt road somewhere. Okay, but bringing it back, we're gonna come to the main road now. Uh, coming back to the next uh, segment, which is keep your head up. What? All right. <laughs> so I'm really excited about this topic today because for me personally, when I'm getting to know a guy, I don't feel like I asked the right questions. And I will look up and three months would have gone by and I don't know nothing about this Negro. Like, it's literally just kind of surface talk all day, every day. How was your day? What you do? What you eat? What you, you know, just day-to-day -day stuff, basically. But then when somebody else will ask me about them, they'll be like, well, where are they from? Well, what did they, and I cannot, answer none of them because I'm just like well damn I haven't been asking no questions and sometimes you'll look up and things will come out you know just organically but I mean for the most part again like it'll be real surface level real day-to-day -day type conversation and I'm tired of that I'm tired of letting all this time go by and I don't know nothing about nobody and then only to find out six months down the line you ain't who I thought you were and I probably could have found that out three months ago if I just asked you the proper questions. So today, we are gonna go over 21 revealing questions to ask a guy. Now I read through these and uh, majority of them I like. I don't know how you would work these in like regular conversation uh, without it sounding like a job interview or something to that effect. But I like it because the article breaks it down into like different categories of, you know, stuff to ask them. So. The first six questions go over learning about their past. <clears throat> this one is kind of funny to me, but I, don't, I probably won't ask it, but what's the earliest memory that you have? Um, I personally don't know <laughs> what my earliest memory is. Um, I don't know if a, a dude would know, but I mean, what do y'all feel about that question? Like, do you think that's a, like that's gonna help you learn anything more about a dude, what his earliest memory is? It can, it can also be traumatizing depending on what that memory is. Well, not traumatizing, triggering. Depending yeah. on what that memory is. But I do think it is um, a good way to get to know someone. And the last guy that I was talking to, that's actually a question that we had asked each other. Mm. Huh. But it was kind of like, 
because like you said asking questions can be kind of like an interview so we kind of just made it into a game mm-hmm. <laughs> to make it interesting so it's just like so what is it and did it so there are ways to jazz it up but yeah i actually like that question okay what about you dr reese i'm not a huge fan of it um just like the the developmental psychologist in me is like mm-hmm. um Nobody really has memories before the age of three. And then what do you remember? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it seems really awkward to ask people to go back and remember the first thing that they, the first memory that they had. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a childhood memory or something that they... Like your favorite childhood memory. Yeah, or something that you look back fondly <laughs> on. Something like that. But this question is just really awkward to me. Yeah, I didn't even think about the triggering aspect that Lex brought up. Because, uh, yeah, that could definitely go left. <laughs> um, and I would hate to be that person to bring up something that is traumatizing to them. So, I don't know. Like, I think, you know, if we start talking about our childhoods, I would phrase it the way Dr. Reese said and like maybe a childhood memory, you know, that you favor as opposed to what your earliest memory is. Because, yeah, you just don't know. Um, and then just let it go from there. <clears throat> but I yeah, do like- I think about it. It may have been the, our favorite childhood memory mm-hmm. and not earliest. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I do like this next question though. And it's, where's the best place you ever went with your parents and what did you do there? I think that's- I like that too. Me too. Um, Cause I know mine, you know, and like you said, it could, it could tell you a lot about like them and their childhood, like the child go on vacations, you know, were you close with your family? Like, was this a regular thing? So that could definitely kind of spiral off into other questions and, you know, give you a little more insight into them and like their, their past. Yeah. Um, I feel like this gives like a window into somebody's childhood. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Tell me about your best friend. That's a cute one. Um, We'd be sitting there all day if it were me, because I'm going to tell them about the tribe. So, <laughs> person and, you know, and their, their characteristics. So, yeah, we'd be sitting there all day, because I feel like my tribe is one big old best friend, you know, just divided up into people. So, <laughs> I like that question, because it can kind of, you can kind of see what type of people they hang around, <laughs> you know, what type of, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Do you hang around people with good sense? Do you hang around people yeah. with yeah. sense? Uh, do you have a balance of people? Yeah. Uh, so I do. Do you even have a best friend? Uh, right. right. <laughs> Talk because about friendship that. is. Mm-hmm. So I do like that question. Yeah. Um, maybe wouldn't, and I know that these are uh, ranked in order by like they're like sectioned off. I would mm-hmm. probably save that for later because I want to know more about you before you get to talking about other people. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's a good point because sometimes uh, people can get off on a tangent, and I'm like, I'm not trying to get to know them because I've had guys like we. I never asked them about their friend circle or who their best friend was, but. And I don't know if y'all have ever come across this either, but I've run into dudes and they will talk about, like talk shit about their friends. Like, 
they literally talked about how, you know, they don't have their life in order, like this, that, and the third. Like, I've had two guys in the past, like, it make it a common practice to vent to me about their friends. And I finally had to be like, well, why are you friends with them? Right. Like, <laughs> and then, like, what if it had worked out with you and these guys, and then you meet these people and you have these painted <laughs> I know. That's what oh, you're the one that ain't shit. Hey. <laughs> Oh, you don't want to pay your bills on time. Oh, right. you don't want to got your car Yep. I mean, literally. And I'm just like, wow. Like, there was one. I'm like, it sounds like y'all are frenemies. It really doesn't sound like y'all are friends. Because just the way this dynamic is set up, the way you're talking about it, like, and I'm like, this, and but he'll preface it with, but, you know, he there when I need him. I'm like, oh, okay, well. If you like it, I love it. Um, Important to know, like, immediately. But it can be, you know, bad, good bedtime conversation. Man, let me tell you about what Carlos did today. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everybody's going to sure have, have moments where, you know, you need to vent. Like, you know, <laughs> you know, even best friends run into issues. But when I see it as a recurring conversation, like, you always telling me what somebody right. did. And it's your best friend. Yeah. yeah. That's what prompted me to be like, why are y'all friends? Because I'm like, this, this is now becoming a, a, like the Dre and his wife story. Like, this, this is like the never ending story. It's always something. Oh, yes. I'm like, yeah. Anywho, um, moving on. What kind of books, and then it has in parentheses, TV shows, movies, video games do you like and why? Um, I typically see this comes out in just regular conversation. Um, but it will give you some insight to like the person. Uh, yeah, and it'll help you down a lot too if y'all, you know, get there, you know now what type of gifts to get and stuff. So. Yeah, I think that's a great question. Because um, people watch different things for different reasons, right? Mm-hmm. So some people like, <laughs> it's funny in my field, I know like, there are really big people in my field who I've had conversations about like Sheree and Tyrone, (laughs) right? Because when you use your brain all day, sometimes you just gotta come home and let that bad boy thaw, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or, you know, sometimes maybe I watch a really good drama because I need to get wrapped up in what they're doing, Mm -hmm. right? Now, (laughs) I dated this guy who mostly only watched like, how can I describe this? Like the kind of shit that comes on Spike TV. Like men fixing car kind of bull. Oh, okay. okay. And so it's like, I'm and glad we- I know that because maybe I need to figure out something else to, to do when I'm at your house. <laughs> right, exactly. Like I will try to give it a good college try, but <laughs> uh, then I'm just going to get on my phone. I'm like, all right, well, you let me know when you're done. Um, Right. Yeah, I, I was with somebody and he was a huge sports fanatic like he literally only had cable so he could have the sports channels like he watched nothing else and I was like okay I said that's definitely not my jam I said but I will make you snacks and I will go elsewhere because I'm not I'm at this point in my life I'm not here to fake it and act like I'm into something and I'm really not so <laughs> so yeah so that was our deal um but yes, moving on, what is the worst job you've ever had? No, that's 
one. Oh no, you didn't. I'm tripping. I skipped one. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I had to look. I'm like, did I? Okay. <laughs> like, what's the worst job you ever had? Because now you can see, like, you know, what type of positions they held down. Why was it the worst job? You know. Was it a fact of, you know, maybe they're not a people person and that job was like real customer service oriented, you know, it, it could be a multitude of reasons, but I think that that's a good question because again, it gives you insight into like, you know, what they've done before and what they were not willing to do again. So. Yeah, I think it gives great, it provides great context for where mm-hmm. people are now, right? Like. I don't know if you're an executive now and you used to mop the floor at McDonald's, like, mm-hmm. that's quite the come up, right? Yeah. 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 So next, and the last question, actually, in this uh, group of questions about their past is, what did you enjoy or hate about school? I like this one. Um because uh, with a guy that um, I was talking to, we actually bonded off of this because I think we had similar experiences in school. And uh, it just definitely opened up the door to talk about, you know, what we didn't like about school and um, just how school was for us. And if we would ever go back, like, would we want to see these people again? So yeah, it definitely, it, it made for a bonding moment in my experience, but yeah. Um, what about y'all? Y'all like that question? <clears throat> uh, given my uh, profession, I love this question. <laughs> mm. oh, yeah. So the next uh, lump of questions is explore their personality. Um, I always like this, you know, because know what kind of um, person I'm dealing with and if their personality is going to mesh with mine you know sometimes opposites attract sometimes they don't but you know I think some of these questions will give you an insight some of them I really don't think dudes will be able to answer but anyway uh like this don't do the dudes (laughs) I know I'm sorry (laughs) like this section and it's kind of light-hearted yeah yeah you know uh, so the first question in this section is, if I asked you to cook me dinner, what would you make me? Speak to my heart, okay? Speak to my heart. <laughs> it's one of the things that always humored me on the dating uh, show, not the dating shows, but like the dating apps. Um, sometimes a lot of the questions will be like, what's the best thing you can cook? These dudes. Listen, tell it, Britt. Tell it. Do put water. I was like, what? Like, is that what you're gonna make for me? Like, because <laughs> hot dog, I can't stand no boiled hot dog. Not to do this. I'm like, no. During um sidebar, during lockdown last year. We, me and my mom was just buying anything that we could that because you know the stores was was ransacked. Yeah, yeah, but I packed some hot dogs. <laughs> One day she was like, "You want a hot dog?" And I was like, "Yeah." And then I got up and walked into the kitchen. She was boiling water. I said, "What you boiling water for?" She said, "Put a hot dog." I said, "Don't you give me no boiling water? <laughs> Put my hot dog in the oven. What is wrong with you? Ew." <laughs> So in my 
mind, when I think of boiled hot dogs, I think of like kids' birthday parties and like, that's how they <laughs> would The whole that. house gonna be smelling like boiled hot dog water. <laughs> I didn't even know people boiled hot dogs till I was grown. Like, what? Mm. And I, when we did hot dogs when I was little, I don't think she bought. Maybe she did. Now I was a kid and didn't know no better. <laughs> you didn't know. <laughs> that is funny. Um, <laughs> up and on the grill. If I'm gonna eat a hot dog, like going back to the past questions, be like, what's your earliest childhood memory? Like my mama boiling me a hot dog. <laughs> think of like stadium hot dogs mm. because they smell atrocious they do Ooh. like mm. you can if you go to a football game you can always smell when somebody in your section got a hot dog <laughs> 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 right. Right. Um, Ooh, a boiled hot dog I don't want to be asked this question because <laughs> lots of men assume um, that you're going to cook for that women are going to cook for them or should cook for them or must cook for them. No, at this big age, you are also <laughs> fully able-bodied. We can we can cook for each other, but let's not play that assume general game. If I Ooh. ask the question, um, if I ask the question, I expect to be asked and returned, uh, and it won't be. I'm not offended when a man asks me this question, um, unless he sets it up with the expectation that, like you kind of said, that I'm gonna be doing all the cooking or cooking for him soon, <laughs> something like that. Uh, but the yeah. question in general does not bother me. I guess what bothers me is the fact that um, it gets asked so soon. Yeah, like if we actually know each other and it gets asked, it's different. But you have yeah. been, we've been texting for two days. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the part that kills me. Like day two, talking about something, what you gonna cook for me. Excuse me. Now that, yeah. That irks me. And I think that's honestly what triggers me about that question because niggas don't have no tact and they never ask it like, later on down the line it's literally coming out the gate we hadn't even exchanged numbers yet and you already asking me what i'm about to make for you like do i know you like you don't know me and i guess the way they feel about you know women and wasting their money on dating women and then it not working out and all that stuff that's the way we feel about motherfucking cooking like i'm not sitting here about to make no like gourmet meal for you only for you to like Eat it and then I'll never hear from you again. Or, or. <laughs> Look, that's my. That's not just money, because like in their uh in their respect, it's just money, you know, and time. But now it's time, money, and work on my part that I've wasted making a meal for you. But yeah, that's that's literally what irks me about that uh that question. It's just the time frame that it's asked in. Like I don't 
I just had a revelation on the show. It's not. It's not even the question itself. It's just the time frame. So yeah, dudes, yeah, if you are the time frame, then the assumption that you're gonna be up in my house. That's true too. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that is true too because I'm very particular about who I let in my domicile. Okay, and uh, you know, if, do you want me to bring it to the park? Like we can have a picnic or something. You know, <laughs> but as far as like coming up in here straight out the gate like no no you know and i'm not coming to your place and cooking this is not hello fresh like no um this i don't know but yeah dudes gotta get that out they head they i'm so y'all have no idea what a turn off that is to like literally come into a situation and assume that you know you about to get fed you know fed and um, that there's a tactful way to ask and it is a process of getting to know someone um, so like I, I'm not immediately offended it's just how you package it now, yeah. <laughs> um, for sure um, but I'm not immediately just like oh writing him off if he's like so can you cook because I think that that can genuinely just be a part of getting to know someone I guess but that's like literally the only in-depth question most of the time they ask like early on can you cook and <laughs> and I'm like yeah well what can you cook food like that's when I get you know smart ass about it like can you cook like <laughs> and I'm gonna say if you you know I'm gonna ask back and you know I can say in the last few years the majority of the guys that I've talked to actually can cook it's been yeah like but it's true though because like i think my idea of cooking and some guys idea of cooking are totally different because i would ask a guy if he can cook and he says yeah but it's just really him you know with his george foreman grill you know making a burger and i'm like okay well you know that's not bad. That's that's good. the kinds of guys that I think we're both talking about. He would talk about you if you call that type of thing cooking. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like if I pulled out my little George Foreman grill and made him a burger, like he'd probably be pissed. Like because he's expecting like a legit three or four course meal with like uh, homegrown vegetables, like everything from scratch. Like he wants Big Mama from Soul Food. Like that's what he's looking for. But he can't do that, you know. So. All I'm saying is whatever you ask it for, you know, just make sure you can reciprocate it. That's all I'm saying. Because, uh, yeah. I'm going to give you the same energy you gave me. If you fix me a hot pocket, I'm going to fix you a hot pocket. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, moving on, and I love this question, too. Uh, what's your favorite thing to do on a beautiful spring, summer, fall, winter day? Um... I mean, and it, this one gives you insight on what they like to do. And if they're a nature person, because they may not, their thing may not even <laughs> involve going outside at all. But, but yes, I like that question. Um, you know, so that way you can have an idea of just, you know, what they like to do in their free time. I think a lot of times we get so bogged down with work and just life's, you know, day-to-day -day routine that you have to do like as an adult that you know we don't even take the time to either indulge in what we like to do outside of those things or um even know what it is we like to do so you know that might be something that they need to think about 
um, you know, and, and let you know. But um, I think yeah. that's a good question because um, he's like, you know, go to the museum or go to a play. It's like, oh, boom, okay, a future date idea. Or, you know, if he says go frolic in the park, you know? <laughs> that too, is, I, I, I like that. If he's like, sit at home and play video games, okay, this person is not for me. Like, get out your house. House. <laughs> what if he's like, oh, go ahead. What if he's like, go to the park and play video games? <laughs> oh, Jesus. At least you get some air. Uh, because I can see, I'm not mad at, you know, men who play video games because that is a way to un. Un- unwind and relax um but I like that question just to kind of see you know where a guy's headspace is and kind of see what he likes to do as opposed to saying what do you like to do <laughs> that adds a little more depth to the question yeah it's, it's definitely a, a different uh angle to it um if he said frolic though I know I might have to do a double take uh <laughs> If he wants to go frolic in the park, uh, I'll be like, I'm sorry, what? Like, you want to what? Like, <laughs> but Britt, you made a really great point earlier that sometimes that question requires a lot of self-reflection. So someone asked me not that long ago, like what I do, what I like to do. And uh, COVID has obviously thrown a whole monkey wrench in the game. But I was like, um... I feel like all I do now is work, mm-hmm. right? So it really does kind of require that you look inside and see what is going on. Yeah, because I promise you, like, I feel like a lot of, especially like with these times right now, we have lost sight of what it is that makes us happy and what we like to do. Um, so, you know, what you like to do might have had to change because typically I like to go to concerts. I haven't been able to do that. So I've been online going to concerts, you know? Um, but yeah, it, it, I think that question definitely involves some self-reflection because I really think like people, a lot of people don't know what makes them happy, you know? And I, will um, say though, one, I told one guy, cause with COVID I don't go anywhere mm-hmm. uh, because safety. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and one dude called me a couch potato and I was like, but we're in a pandemic. Like, right? What am Excuse? I supposed to be doing? Excuse, like, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, and then also, I think uh, a revelation for some people, they'll realize, like, you know what? Everything that I've been doing has been based off of what somebody else want to do. Like, what is it that I like to do? You know? Because I know folks like that, where it's just like. You know, I think we talked about this last episode where it was just like, whatever you like. And I'm like, <laughs> it's just like when Eddie Murphy was trying to get it up out that girl, he was just like, what do you like to eat? She's like, whatever you like to eat. No, no, I don't know about you. And folks, some folks just really don't know. Yeah. Like you're going to be out here barking like a big dog, you know, because somebody told you to, but that ain't what you like to do. So, anywho, moving on. I love this question. Um, what is the biggest goal you're working on now? I like mm. Right. Because now you get to see if this person even got any goals. I'm like, yeah. are, are you just, you know, going day to day, like living life? Or do you have something in mind that you want to achieve, like beyond this? And are you working toward it? Like, right. 
Love this question. And I love it when the person that I'm talking to actually has an answer to this question. I'm excited about the answer. Yes, right. It's not just some goal that you feel obligated to accomplish, but it's like something that you are working toward and you're excited about and like you just, you can't wait. Like I love, I love this question. Um, and it does, I think, have in parentheses here, uh, be prepared to answer. The answer may be you, <laughs> and he should get points for quick-witted compliments. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like that's deflecting. I'm not giving points for that. Uh, I want to know about your real goals. I would, because then I'm gonna be like, well, what was your goal before me? You know, <laughs> like, right? I know three days ago, what was your goal? <laughs> right. Exactly. So yeah, I'm not giving points for that. I'm sorry. Uh, I need to know what your real goals in real life are. Um, and, you know, hopefully you have some. Like, I got so excited because um, a guy that I was talking to, not only was he telling me his goals, but he had a vision board. And I thought, yeah, nice. I was just, and he showed me the vision board. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like, first of all, I thought only girls did vision boards, number one. <laughs> so, that excited me. And two, like, again, he had a plan. Like, and he was actually taking steps. Like he was walking me step by step of like what he was doing to, to get his goals like into fruition. fruition. And so I was like, wow. It was like a breath of fresh air. So they're out there. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Where they at though? Where they at? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love it. Oh, <laughs> girl just sitting there just like <laughs> he's done, we will move on. <laughs> <laughs> but um the next question, if you won the lottery tomorrow, what would be the first thing you would do with the money? I like that question. I think oh. that's a great question. Yes. Because it tells, it really tells you where people's minds and hearts are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You could see how they are with money. Like, are you about to just hit the strip club and blow money fast? You know, or are you going to invest it? Are you going to pay off some things that you need to? Like, are you going to give some to family? Like, it'll really, to me, give you a good idea of, like, what they value most, you know? Right. Right. Like for me, it's like oh, this in this scenario, that means, you know, money is no um, money isn't a problem. So much of what we do is to pay our bills. Right. So now that you're no longer having to. To incorporate that into your decision making. Mm -hmm. what kind of exactly. Ooh, child. Yeah, I think that will be an eye opener right there because like. Like you said, it's just, you know, a good chunk of our life and our time is working, you know, and it's working to live, you know, working to pay bills, working to pay down debt, working to eat, you know, just working to survive, you know, but now it's just like sky's the limit. What you doing? And I'm like, if you just out here living it up, you know, and not thinking about, well, this could possibly not last, you know, you need to know that. Because this could be a, a cautionary tale for like when you all get further down the line, how he gonna be with money or how she's gonna be with money, you know? Um, 
Oh, I have an answer for this question too, by the way. Because a few years back, when the lottery hit like 1.6 billion, I legit created a plan. <laughs> and all I'm gonna say is all of y'all really want somebody like me to win the lottery. Okay. At least on that bit. Like like legit. I was gonna give most of the money away because what are you doing with one point three? With all that money. Yeah, that is a lot. Like, I, I was just going to fix public education. But you know what? Somebody else won that ticket all by himself. Mm. Oh. Jesus. It really stings because he legit lived like eight miles from me. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't that day? I told my mom, I was like, because, uh, you know, when the lottery gets that big, they talk about it on the news a lot. Mm-hmm. And that particular day had been really long for some reason. I don't remember what happened. And I, it was one of those days where I got home and then I remembered the lottery, but I was too tired to leave home again. And I remember being on the phone with my mom and I was like, you know what? I don't even care if somebody wins and it's not me. As long as it's not somebody who bought a ticket from the station that I would have bought my ticket from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, Dr. Reese. Oh my gosh. Um, so the next questions or set of questions get a little deeper, um, which is what I like to do because I love to have deep and meaningful conversations. Um, so the first question as far as the in-depth questions uh what do you think is the biggest problem in the world today what do you think people should do about it I'm, oh, go ahead. no 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 go ahead no because i'm pretty she sure talking about mindset but this will really let you know like is this person aware are they uh, you know do they know what's going on in the world are they just yeah. living in their own world <laughs> So I, I like this question um, and I would be intrigued by the answer. Me too. And if they even have an answer, like, I'm like, have they even thought about this as far as like, what's the problem in the world? Or are you just worried about your own world, you know? Because to be honest, there's some moments where I, um, I I don't watch news. I, don't, I won't read the news because it can get to be a lot. <laughs> yeah. Someone said something to me the other day about the news and I totally missed the story. I was like, wait, what? Because again, I got to take breaks. It's, mm-hmm. it can be a lot. Um, but My yeah. Mom, um, actually hit me the other day about um, something that happened here that I had no idea. She was like, you know, did you hear about the 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 guy in public that got caught with the guns? And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> That's the one. And I was just like, what? You know <laughs> I was like, what the, which one? Oh, like, um, you know, it with that, you know. Um, I found out about that this morning, like literally uh, flipping through it. I was like, what? Like, I missed that. Like, this one, and I actually had someone uh, trash me about my answer to this one because I, someone uh, asked this online and I answered and they, didn't feel like I had a good answer, but uh, if you could have lunch with anyone in the world, living or dead, who would you want to meet? Um, 
the person that, uh, when I answered the question, the person who originally uh, posed the question uh, was looking for answers like family members and things like that. I'm like, well, that's not what you said. I'm like, right. you said anyone. And, right. uh, you know, I chose Prince. And they were just like. I figured you would. Same. And then if it's raised like this, who would you want to meet? Right. Right, right. I'm like, I don't know my family members. But anyway, right. uh, the ones I want to see anyway, like, I, this is going to sound ugly, but <laughs> yeah, and not my great great grandmother. So I may not I, right. bring her to bring her back. I, that may not go well. She may not like me, but I think Chris would like me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to um, shame my answer to this. And then, you know, unless you talk about Adolf Hitler or you know, some old wild shit. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it seems like people people have who they pick and they have their explanation for why. I don't right. know why anybody would be judgmental about that. No, I wouldn't, because I'm like, with this type of question, there's no right or wrong answer. And this is the right. thing. It can be a fun question. If somebody want to bring their grandma back, great. If somebody want to bring Michael Jackson back, great. Right. Great. Right. right. So yeah, that really uh, burned me because I was just like, excuse me? They were just like, mm, you got issues. And I was like, I have issues. Oh, okay, unfriend. Uh, <laughs> wow. Or what but, if you have been so blessed that you have not experienced loss in your immediate yeah. Exactly. How, how do you not know that? You know, but Or what if the people that you had lost had been mean or abusive or, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Whatever like, that looks like. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You just never know the, the reasoning behind people's doing things or, or answering certain things certain ways. So like, yeah, that's why, again, there's no right or wrong answer to this. And it shouldn't be any judgment either because you ask this person like who they want to meet, dead or alive, like that's their answer and that's their prerogative to have that answer, period. But yeah, I would definitely be interested in seeing who, you know, I'm, who the person I'm talking to would want to meet, you know, and why. Like, I think that would be dope. Can we, yeah. um, do y'all want to answer this question? I want to, I would love to hear y'all's answers. I don't. Y'all, y'all know my answer. I just told yeah, you. we so... know your answer. <laughs> I don't want to meet nobody. I'm bringing my mama back. Aww. All right. Hearts. <laughs> Hearts. Um, for me, it's probably Oprah. That's like, a good one. Uh, Auntie O has been my jam since I did a report on her in second grade. So that's not mad at that at all. I love it. Teach me the game, Auntie. <laughs> like I want to live in a magical castle and um, put put my boy another wing. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> if he ever I can send him to the the other house on the property. <laughs> I, that thing was so funny when court when the world shut down and she was like, "Instead of say he he can't come in here for two weeks," and I'm not mad at you, girl. <laughs> I think you saw Stephen's head in the window. It was like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> of his little guest house." <laughs> and I read recently that um, Oprah said that when she interviewed Harry and Meghan, that was her first time leaving home since lockdown, and I thought, well. Her, she she has an estate. <laughs> like yeah, her not leaving home is not the same as me not leaving this little townhouse. Hello, <laughs> hello, hello. Was, bro. She got a whole booth on the estate. Like she, 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 she no, 
truffle picking and doing all kinds of stuff. That's the life I want to live. Auntie O has decided marriage might not be for her. She got a, a life partner. She got more money than she could ever dream of spending. She Gucci. So for me, that is life gold. Yeah. I, and all of those answers were good. Because there's no right answer. So yeah. Uh, the next question, who is your favorite movie character? What do you like about him or her? Now this I don't know. I've never I thought of this person. I am, but I don't think I don't know if I have a favorite character. Character. Oh, I have a favorite TV character, but not a favorite movie character. Well, who's your favorite TV character? We'll just go off of that. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I only know this because I said this so much when this show was on TV. Papa Pope. Oh, Jesus. My absolute favorite TV Woo! character because he was genius and diabolical and all kinds of exciting. Oh, I might have to rewatch Caleb because his his monologue. Jesus Christ! Yes. I have to say he is the king of monologues. When I tell you, mm. I mean he can deliver a monologue like no other. Like just and the you feeling like the lowest of low. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Can you imagine being his child? I told you to clean up your room and you didn't. <laughs> When are you going to listen to me and I go obey my words? I'm like, damn, daddy. Like, Because <laughs> that was another thing. You know, he pronounced the hell out of some words, too. I'm telling you, son, you don't want to mess with me. <laughs> we got to give that man his flowers. He is. He is. He done come a long way from, Byron, from Byron Douglas. Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Him as an actor. Okay, so as a person to me, physically not attractive, right? right. Him as Byron Douglas, I'd have dated him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he yeah he needs all his roses. Yes, he does. Sure. Okay, so Papa Pope for you, like Lex, you had a, a favorite character. We're not even talking about movies anymore. Just favorite character in general. If you don't, I probably Maxine Shaw. <laughs> that's the, the first thing that keeps coming to my head. Um, Dang, that's a good one. That is a good one. I don't know. Like, it would have to be some type of cross between like Maxine and Whitley. I don't know. Something. I, I love me some Whitley Gil Gilbert. Yeah. Um, I was more of a, a obviously, a Kimberly Reese. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, ma'am, but I don't know. Like, yeah, that's a hard one because I watch so many shows and I love like so many characters. Like these people have become dear and dear to me, like they are real people. So I feel like it's unfair to pick just one. Like I feel like I'm cheating on the rest. So that's a hard question, but it's a good one. It is a good one. I might actually have to ask somebody that. So we are in the last block of questions, and these are get personal questions. Now I suggest not asking these right away. Like, don't be like the can you cook guy and ask <laughs> two days out the game. What you <laughs> not a day one question, but it is a these are conversations that need to happen. Yes, they are. So. I agree. Um, 
the oh well i have i have a question for y'all when we get to it about whether or not one of these questions needs to be asked okay well so, yeah because no <laughs> i don't want to know that shit i don't know what to <laughs> i don't want to hear about that i'm sorry go ahead oh boy okay so the first question is have you ever had your heart broken what happened Ooh. I like this question, but I don't. Um, but especially if it was just something just tragic. One mm-hmm. question that I do like that somebody has asked me, um, where I was like, hmm, I really like this. What did you learn from your last relationship? Mm. Mm. I like the heartbroken question only because dudes take heartbreak seriously. Like if they don't get if they don't get in depth about nothing else, <laughs> in depth about that, it could be in the second grade, but they remember that girl's name. What, what she what she that day. Carl Thomas crying in the rain. <laughs> Carl Thomas talking about, I wish I never met her. Right. <laughs> Carl Thomas is not a one hit wonder, by the way. He is I, not. I, I did. Did. Carl Thomas <laughs> got five kids. Five. Five. <laughs> Like, I got at least three of them man's albums. Like, that man is not a one-hit wonder. I'm sorry. Um, but, yes, you see everything that Carl Thomas went through over this girl. Like, he, he never met her. He got emotional. He in the rain. Like, he's, it's so much that he done been through over this heartbreak. And so I want to know, because dudes hold on to these things forever. Like, and I'm, I'm just like, I want to know what happened. You know, was it you? Was it her? Like, and it can be an ugly conversation to have, but it is kind of an important question. So you can kind of see what that person has been through too. Yeah. I think it's really illuminating. What hurt them? <laughs> you know, we always ask who hurt you. Got to get this right. <laughs> yeah. I and, think, um, no, go ahead, sorry. I was just going to say, and are you still hurting? Because if you still carrying that around with you, you may not be ready for me. Right. right. They need to get over that first. So that's the therapist about that one and then come back to me when you're ready. Right, right. Um, I I assume at this big age that everyone has had their heart broken. So for me, if a guy hasn't, that might be a red flag that he has he got future attachment. Yeah, like he doesn't attach easily, right? Mm. Like I don't know if y'all watch well, I know Lex watches uh Married at First Sight. There's a guy on there, he's like 29, and he has never told a woman that he loves her. Ever. You know, there's a couple, there's been, I think, another season or two where there's been guys like that. Like, they've never been in love. Wasn't it like uh, the New Orleans season? Somebody said they had never been in love before. Uh, My first season watching, so I don't know. I want to say it was either Woody or Miles. I can't remember which one, but somebody said they had never been in love before. We know it wasn't Miles because Miles was yeah. a sensitive thing. <laughs> but yeah, I just feel like if you haven't been in love at this age, then it might be that you have trouble forming attachments with people, right? Mm-hmm. Like you might try to rem- purposely remain detached to keep yourself from getting hurt. Mm-hmm. And if that's the Always case, there's something hard. you need to visit the good folks at Talkspace or whoever <laughs> your local therapist mm-hmm. is and uh, work through that because, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that could be like a red flag raising. Like, yeah. Anybody at Talkspace listening? Uh, <laughs> 
sponsored live, please let us know. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the next one, and I'm assuming maybe this is No, the don't ask me this. Because then I got to reminisce and it's going to be on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> we not do it, and I don't want to hear about yours. I don't want to yeah, hear. I don't. I don't. Could you imagine sitting there asking somebody that and they like, "Well, let me." And they smiling, and you. Wait, y'all, y'all. We just talking about it, and we have read the questions to nobody. <laughs> <laughs> nobody knows what we're talking about right now. But uh, the next question is, what was your best love making experience? Don't tell me that shit. <laughs> no, and don't ask me. Yeah. I feel like ways to ask this without asking about the specific experience like you can ask what do you like when it comes yeah. to love if you tell me what you like that's one thing but that's i don't want to picture you and another woman doing that and and i don't want to see you reminiscing about it because you know people get that look and they just yes <laughs> in that moment yes they are back in that moment right now like you can literally see something start to grow in their pants and i'm like no <laughs> I ain't here for that. Then you I know. have to think about making bad decisions and reaching out to this person. No. Like, no. <laughs> and that's what you don't want. You don't want me thinking back to my best experience. Cause yeah, yeah. Um, yes, it's hard. I still got their numbers. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, I, I think there's there's a better way to phrase that. I would just rather say what what do you like when it comes to love making? But don't tell me about your best experience. Like we can go forever and I never know that. And I will be happy <laughs> and vice versa. I don't want you to know that either, you know? Um, this is a good one. What do I need to know about your sex life? Um, this makes me think of that question we answered <laughs> that we were told. Oh yeah. Um, didn't answer correctly. <laughs> Oh well. Like if your partner is bisexual, that would be a time to reveal it. Yeah, it would be. It would be. Um, this question is very broad, uh, in my opinion. Like, because folks could just take it, you know, sexually and tell you, like, you know, maybe their kinks and fetishes and stuff like that. I think that's uh, important too, though. Hmm. I said I think that's important too. It is. It is. Because if you like to spit, we got to talk about that. Because we're not doing that over here. <laughs> <laughs> This, this is a conversation we need to have. Um, I don't even think a safe word uh, can save me from that. Like, no. Like, no. Um, or, you know, it could mean, like, what do I need to know about your sex life as far as, like, do you have any STDs that I need to know about? Like, and that's important. That's, that's something I think a lot of people are afraid to talk about and just kind of hope and pray for the best. And I'm like, you cannot live life that way. Like you can't, you have to have these conversations. They are uncomfortable, but they are necessary because you don't want to get in the moment. And next thing you know, dude is pulling out uh, a chain or a whip. Or and you're an like- animal. <laughs> right. Father God. <laughs> I mean, you never know. You never know. I, 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 no, oh, no goats. If I'm about to get busy with a man and there's some sex cat that comes out of somewhere. <laughs> 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 you could join us. You thought, what? Like, <laughs> remember that episode of Girlfriends? <laughs> oh. oh, the plushie episode. Yes. yes. 
Well, heck, you remember when Regine was uh, messing with Christophe? The dog. Oh, the dog. Did she get the dog? She ate dog chocolate or something. That's what it was. That was funny. You're like, Kingston? Kingston? It's like, what? It was like, my Kingston could die. Regine was like, yes. Oh, RIP Chris Christopherson. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. It's still hard to believe. Like, cause wasn't that what last year, year before last? Yeah. Mm. Woo, this question. Have you ever cheated on a partner? Why did you get caught? This is the one I, I like to know. Mm-hmm. Yes. If you want to know or you don't want to know. I don't. No, I want to know. <laughs> I want to know. Because if you I want to know if you've learned from it. Right. Or what led you to cheat? Right. Um, was there a lack of communication yeah. in your relationship? Or, you know, what were you looking for? What was your purpose? Yeah, I agree. Um, I've had this conversation with guys, and it led, you know, it was a, some revelations on his part, you know, because I dug a little deeper, you know, and he was telling me that, you know, he just wasn't satisfied anymore with his current partner. You know, she wasn't doing things that she used to do. And I said, did you discuss that with her no he did not and that's something that I've I've uh, come across with a lot of guys like when they start to get dissatisfied they just go look elsewhere and I'm like but if a conversation hasn't been had how does your partner know to you know you know do something a little different you know go back to what they were doing before that made you happy I'm like, I need to know. And then again, did you get caught or, you know, did you just break up with them? Like, how did this come to be? Because if you got caught, would you have kept going with you, with the other person that you not got caught? Like, you know, that that whole conversation can get you down a rabbit hole, but it's a rabbit hole that you need to go down, you know? Yeah. And I th- so the reason I don't want to know the answer to this question is because I am self-aware of how my brain works. Mm-hmm. So if I know that you have cheated, then even if you haven't cheated on me, I know that I might get a little concerned if you're looking at your phone and giggling, right? Or if you're like, <clears throat> I might start to see things. It's kind of almost like when you go looking for something, you're going to find what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, I would rather just not know. I feel you. And my brain works the exact same way. Um, but I'm also, you know, trying to be better at, if you're not, if you haven't given me a reason to be suspicious, then, you know, give them the benefit of the doubt. Um, and up until that point, like if everything's been all gravy, but you tell me that, you know, you have cheated in the, the past, I'm not going to um, use your previous transgressions against you. Like I'm not going to to judge you off of something that happened prior to me because you could have grown from it. You could have learned and you could be different. Um, this makes me think of Cynthia on Real Housewives and just- oh, my heel. I heal because what is this number three for him? Number four, something like that. Every relationship he been in, goodness. Every now that particular one, I don't know. <laughs> like, Cynthia's a good one because if you cheated all of your other marriages, like right, like what makes me think I'm so different that you're not gonna cheat on me too? Right, that's kind of a problem for me. Like that, there's a pattern there. 
Like, and at this point, you are old enough to know better, sir. Um, yeah, so that's that's different. But if you cheated once, you know, and you learn from it, like we have a, an open discussion about it, like I think we can get through it and, you know, just keep the communication lines open so whatever missteps happened in the past don't happen here. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about how I feel about this next question, but if you wanted to kiss me, where would you take me to make it perfect? I don't like that question. <laughs> Because I don't feel like you should plan a kiss. Right. Like, <laughs> like a, maybe a better substitute would be like, what will make like the perfect vacation? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's where this is trying to get at. Like we're trying to create this ambiance or whatever. But because uh, I'm like, this is not the bachelor. I'm like, right. what do you <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, where we gotta go? Like, just kiss me. Like, hell, most of my kisses have probably been in the car. So I'm like, is that not per- the perfect place? I don't, I don't know. Like, what is the perfect place? Um, I feel like the perfect place is wherever we are. So, um, so yeah, I don't like that. I don't have too much else to elaborate on that question. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Tell me what you think is the sexiest thing about yourself. I like this question. I like that. Um, and I like the bonus as well. Yes, I definitely want to know what the is, what is sexy about me, you know. But I'm wonder, I just wonder, do guys think about that in themselves? Like, do they think they're sexy? Number one, and like, do you have a particular part of yourself that you think is the sexiest? Like, I feel like this would stump a lot of guys. The last person that I talked to actually uh, <laughs> asked me that question, and I had never been asked that before. But when I asked him, he had an answer and was confident. In it. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah this question and is- I have to agree with his answer <laughs> well he know. I guess he knows himself but um, that is just funny because I don't think I've ever been asked that nor have I asked that to anybody um, I've had guys say you know you're sexy but of course like there was no elaboration on it but um, I, I don't even know what I would say as far as myself like I really don't um and I, I, that's a good question, though. Uh, I think it would make both of us think. I'm like, especially like when, if they have an answer for you and you have an answer for them, like it's like, oh, you know, I didn't realize that was sexy. An answer that's not crass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you just like, cause you got to take over it, it's like, no. <laughs> right. Right. I, I don't know. No, that's. Yeah, no, that's anatomy. I mean, that's anybody have to. <laughs> so yeah. Um, <clears throat> do you think there's a oof, oof, this question? Mm. Do you think there is a difference between having sex and making love, and what is it, child? <laughs> I don't necessarily like this question. Why? I love this question. <laughs> May, I don't know. Maybe because my opinion on it is so strong, I don't care. <laughs> or maybe I don't. I don't know. Or maybe I feel like the answer is obvious. I don't know. I just I don't know if this. Is something you would I think the answer is obvious, but you'd be surprised. True, true. You true, would true. be surprised. Some dudes think making love is just again the girl way of saying having sex. And I'm like, nah. Yeah, there's a different women who like to fuck. Yes, there's a difference. Um, I didn't pose this exact question before, but on my Facebook, one day I asked, 
you know, uh, something to the effect of, have you ever experienced intimacy? When I tell you there are so many dudes that first of all, did not know what intimacy was. Oh, and, um, or I think I said, what is your idea of intimacy? Dudes could not answer that question. They really could not. And it was really um, disheartening and discouraging because I was just like, at this point in our life, like, how do you not understand what intimacy is, you know? And that's how I feel with the lovemaking aspect and the sex. Like, they know what sex is. You know, they watch Pornhub. But right. <laughs> lovemaking is a totally different story that I think, you know, doesn't just happen overnight. Like, that's something that you kind of have to work up to, you know? Um, but I like that question because, again, I feel like that'll give you a good idea of where your dude's mindset is and uh, whether he really does know if there's a difference. And if you are willing to stick it in there and teach him the difference if he doesn't know. You're right. Uh, this is the last question. I uh, really like You say you like it? I do. Okay. I, I, I think it's a question that a lot of folks need to think about. Yeah. How do you think aging will affect your attraction to me? Mm. I really like this question. Don't ask me this on day one, <laughs> but I really <laughs> like this question. Um, but it, it can kind of, you can kind of see one, what, what they like about you. You know, <laughs> do they like you only for your physical or are they going to tell you some things um, outside of the physical? Mm -hmm. um, I cannot remember where I heard this. Um, Jesus, hopefully it'll come to me. But somebody was like, you know, men always expect women to look the same, and I done had eight of your babies, but you want me to be the size two when we met, and da 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 da. But somebody was like, Boris Kojo had said that he wanted Nicole Ari Parker to be pretty much in good shape throughout their the length of, while they're for their marriage, but he said he would also do the same. He promised. That is the only thing that keeps me from rolling my eyes the whole way. Exactly. Like, and he would have seen her, you know, if need be, and promised to be that motivation. So I was like, because at first I was like, excuse you? But then I was like, okay. <laughs> but yeah, I like this question because you kind of get to see what that person likes about you. Um, and hopefully it's more than the physical. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's all I got yeah um but darn that, that was 21 questions we made it through um hopefully these will help you on your next quest to get to know somebody a little bit better if you have asked any of these questions and uh there's an interesting story behind it you can always let us know um mm -hmm. but yeah I'm gonna use some of these uh during my next couple conversations and see how it turns out and Good luck. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I ain't gonna ask about that experience though, that sexual experience. I don't want to. Yeah, I'm not asking that. Yeah. Um, but I do plan on using these in the future. I really like um, some of these. Mm hmm I really so, do. Uh, We're gonna move right on along to, um, I got my homegirl standing to my left. Am I right? <laughs> we ain't got no homegirls this week, so we just gonna get <laughs> along past that question. We don't have so the fun fact for the what? I'm sorry. If you want to be a homegirl or a homeboy next week, please email us at I'm glad I got my girls at gmail.com. Yes. Um, 
we've talked about this fun fact before um, when we talked about our favorite episodes, but I watched this episode the other day and I have a question and a thought. So that episode where <laughs> Kyle was the, um, the choir director and let Regine sing the solo. Let's say this was us, ladies. Let's mm-hmm. say Dr. Reese is the choir director <laughs> and Britt is Regine. And Britt came in there sounding how Regine sounded. Ooh. Dr. Reese, would you tell your friend? Hey, girl. <laughs> no. Can I answer before uh, <laughs> Dr. Reese does on what I think Dr. Reese would do? Sure. Go oh, go ahead. I think Dr. Reese would tell me. <laughs> I do. Like, I don't think she would embarrass me in public or nothing, but I think she would, you know, have a conversation with me <laughs> after the class. Hey girl, so <laughs> maybe you should sit this one out. I don't I think agree. it's gonna work. Um, but you, you're cool though. You're cool, lad. <laughs> my thoughts. Okay, so this song isn't the, the solo for you. <laughs> this is for you, yeah. girl. I have a better one for you later. She just would never give me no solo. <laughs> <laughs> later would never come. <laughs> Because I am typically pretty non-confrontational, I think I would have um, likely avoided that scenario altogether. You quite right to But yeah, I think Britt is right. I, I would have had that because if I'm the choir director, listen, when my name is on something, I'll play <laughs> for it. Because exactly. you have to have me out here looking crazy. Exactly. So, um, and it was church anniversary? Yeah. <laughs> Come on now. We got special visitors. <laughs> Khadija ain't been to church in 18 years, but she in that thing. Listen, she got them highlighters and that old lady dress. <laughs> the Bible, okay. <laughs> but yeah, we would have had a, we would have gone to lunch. And then after the, after I picked up the, the bill, so listen, Britt. I don't know if this solo thing is gonna work out. <laughs> see, until I, I know Dr. Reese. Well, I, I'm gonna see if Cece can do it this week. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. And uh, then I would pull the regime. I would be like, my solo? Like, <laughs> I'm good though. Listen, he'll catch you when you fall. Be there when you fall. Trust me, he will be right there. I can't believe he gave a solo to somebody that he had never heard sing. Heard sing. And I well, never I mean, would have done that. If you're, if this is genuinely your friend, you don't think your friend would set you up to look stupid either. Like, That's if, true. You know what I mean? If one of y'all came, if I was choir director, Dr. Reese, I know you can sing. If Britt, I, I don't know if Britt can sing or not. If Britt was like, girl, let me run. This is my jam. Let me, uh, let me do this. I'd be like, okay, because this is my girl. You right. You right. You right. <laughs> This is my girl. Like she not gonna have me out here looking stupid. Meanwhile, she can't sing and don't know it. <laughs> because Regine was genuinely shocked when Overton and Sinclair first. They got played past their role playing part. Yeah. <laughs> Her singing back, she was genuinely shocked. Yeah. Yes. La 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 la. No idea that she sounded that terrible. Right. So, um, and then my other part, uh, I 
really, they wrote that whole song for this episode. I need that on Apple Music. Like, no, real. Like, I'm about to look. Because I'm like, CeCe should have just recorded that junk. Her should have recorded a duo. They could have had a living single soundtrack. Listen. And that would have been the gospel track. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but real quick, uh, on the same episode, why was Sinclair to Overton recording their world? <laughs> <laughs> Always wondered that, at least in adulthood, been like, what? What is? Okay. Sinclair and Overton were a little weird. Maybe they like to listen to themselves. I don't know. Like, <laughs> audio book or something? Like, what? Yeah, because it wasn't even like a homemade video. It was straight audio. Yeah, it was a cassette tape. It's like, I can't seem to lie to myself. <laughs> what to do? What to do? And I was like, ugh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god well ladies episode 44 wow yes that deserves an ear horn we gotta start thinking of what we're gonna do for the year for the year episode you know what guys before we go i was just googling this is a real song what? so there is no failure by Milton Brunson and the Thompson Community Singers. I don't, uh, is that, uh, there is no failure though? Is that? I'm read. I haven't listened to it right oh, now, but I just pulled it up on Apple Music, hold on. I'm reading the lyrics and these words are all the same. He will never fail. There are four different, there is no failure in God. This isn't the same one. It ain't the same. These words are similar. Here when you hear oh, you. The, um, the New Jersey Mass Choir one though is the same. It sounds like. Oh. oh. No, maybe they re maybe they did a new arrangement for Living Single. I'm gonna send you all this version because the words are the same, but yeah, it may be a different arrangement, but this looks like this is a real song. <laughs> Milton Brunson one is the one that I just played. Well, what, I needed the way they sang it on Living right. Single. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Reverend Milton Brunson one that I just played. Let me fast forward a little bit. I was about to say, that not it? That wasn't my jam, like, Living Single. Because okay. that's the one I found. Okay. Okay, maybe the chorus is. Yeah. Okay. I need the, the living single edition. Man. I know. I really wish Kyle and CC had recorded that for real. Right? It ain't yeah. too late. Maybe we can tweet them and get them to do it. Right. <laughs> that should be an interlude leading into <laughs> this song. All right, y'all. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. -bye. Bye, -bye.